Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani. On this episode, I'm joined by Matt Simmons of Yo! Video Games again. How's it going, dude? Hey, man. What's up? Uh, to our listeners and viewers, um, earlier this week, uh, just had some scheduling conflict stuff come up. So, uh, fortunately, original thing kind of fell through. So, Matt is being very gracious and stepping in here to uh, talk a little bit about the Kirby and the Forgotten Land demo that just came out. Um, I mean, not just, I mean, shortly ago, but uh, we both went through it and we're going to talk about it in a sec. But uh, I wanted, I was curious, there's like a little bit of like small news, uh, I think, with Nintendo. Um, the only thing kind of headlined that happened today is we found out that... Uh, Advance Wars reboot camps being delayed because Nintendo's being conscientious of what's happening in the world and is like, let's delay this indefinitely. So unfortunately, it will not be coming out on April eighth, twenty twenty two. We expect an update probably later this year at some point about when it will come out again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, but I mean, the right thing to do, you know, showing some kind of support yeah, for yeah. for Ukraine, yeah. It, and, and a lot of people are kind of like, well, why, why this game? Because it still has like a month to go. You know, why this game and why, why were they okay with? I mean, I've heard Triangle Strategy brought up was it technically that Square, but I think, I think it's something to be to be. I think what was good about this decision is that uh, it, it's sort of like the optics and tone of Advance Wars because Advance Wars is a very light game. Um, number one. It is a game. It is a game about military, strategic military tactics, and you know wars, advanced wars. But it has like this super light tone to the whole thing, and like the enemy uh, characters, the enemy army in the game have a very, frankly, Russian look to them, especially in the second game. So it's just, it's, it's just, it's just bad optics. Um, yeah, you're and, right. And, 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 and I don't, and I don't think it's like because some people and again like the, the what about all these other games and I'm like, I think a lot of it just has to do with how sort of like, lightly and you know kind of like, colorfully it, it it treats a pretty serious situation that's going yeah. on. It, like it, if this you know if this, if it's the middle of the '90s, this game you know it's fine whatever. Um, but it, it just really is sort of a, really sort of just poor timing. Yeah, it, it, it's it, the game also kind of has that unfortunate history as well because the original game's release date was literally one day before September 11th, yeah, um, September 10th, 2000. And apparently, apparently it did yeah. get bumped back because of that in Japan. In and Japan Europe. and Europe, it got bumped back. So the game, this game, is something that people are hoping gets like a second life um, because of this this remaster release of it and could lead to future things. So it you know is what though, there's, there's timing, but. There's a lot. I mean, it's not like Nintendo's hurting for content. They have two, sort of two. They have like the, the, the deal with Triangle Strategy. And they have Kirby, which we're going to talk about that. And they also have Nintendo Switch Sports in April. Yeah. Maze Blank. I don't know how far they're, they're thinking of pushing this back. Mario Kart DLC is about to come out. Um, you know, June's super packed. Splatoon's got some point. You know, I could easily see this game. You know, there, there's a lot of like, sort of like, okay, well, we don't really know what's going on in July and August. Technically, we know Splatoon summer, so whatever month Splatoon three is not, you know, this could fill in there later. You know, it could be there's there's a lot of places it could go. So, um, I guess the good news is that it's not because they already had to delay it once, and that's yeah. sort of like the really unfortunate. And it was part funny. Do you know what happened the last time it was delayed as well? <laughs> that same day, the state of play. 
Oh, really? <laughs> and I know this from Good Vibes Gaming because they tweeted out today like, wow, we called the news four months ago. <laughs> what happened? So oh, no. the same day Gosh. it was delayed, there was a state of play that oh, day as man. Well. <laughs> there was a state of play today that we're recording There's as well. There's some yeah. weird coincidences. Yeah. But uh, it's it's it's... I know it really sucks for for fans of that series, you know, who obviously were probably really looking forward to jumping back in. But I, you know, I think I think it's the right call. Um, yeah, and it's just it's not, they'll it's understand not good optics. Any kind of uh, rational fan will understand that like people's lives are more important, and you know, showing support for for, yeah, for that just, is much more important. And the, and the games, it's going to come out at some point. It'll, it'll, it just know, does, it'll just doesn't it. look good right now. It just yeah. really doesn't look good right now. But you know. Uh, on a brighter, I guess, brighter, lighter note, you know, Kirby's not getting laid because, well, it's Kirby. Um, and it yeah. just brings nothing but like good vibes and sunshine. And that <laughs> is very true. And I think that's one of the strong points of this game. Um, having played the demo now, this is a game when it was first announced Kirby in the Forgotten Land. I was very excited for, and I'm not generally excited for Kirby games. I'm not a big Kirby mm. fan. I generally don't really play them. I'm not really into them. But the trailer for this one made it look like kind of a watershed moment for Kirby becoming a 3D platformer, potentially. As we now know after playing the demo, it's not really going for that. It is something a little bit different. But there was mm-hmm. some concern initially when the demo released about, oh, it's not going for Odyssey or 3D platformer. It's something else. People kind of freaked for it's a little bit. It's a 3D world. Yeah, and then you play it, and I'm like, all my fears are alleviated. Yeah, sure, it's not you know, a giant 3D platformer, but at the same time, it is still really enjoyable, and I had a fun time with it. And I am very much looking forward to the full game now. Um, and I'm very glad yeah. to put this demo out. Yeah. I, I, from the first trailer and even the second one, I, I kind of thought there were a couple key shots where I was like, okay, I felt like I knew exactly what I was getting, where I'm like, this is going to be one of those things where it's kind of like it's mostly, it's 3D, but the camera kind of stays in kind of one spot, and you'll mm-hmm. have like very minimal amount of being able to move it left to right, and that's exactly what we got. And I feel, you know, okay, so I wasn't really sort of like, shocked or anything by any of, of any bit of how the demo actually played because i was like yeah this is kind of exactly what i expected it's kind of more of a much more of a guided tailored experience um and it works i think the only yeah like i i'm trying to think of like the only like actual kind of fears i may or may not have had was um i guess maybe just sort of collision detection because you know 2d to 3d is so different but they, it seems like they handled it really well like it doesn't seem like oh is it is it weird to try to like, you know, suck up an enemy in 3D versus 2D where it's just right, you know, left to right? No, nah, there's really no problems, issues there. Um, it does definitely seems like he's taking a bit of a stuff from like the 3DS games where he gets like a really big wide like yeah. area to like, you know. So like you're not, you never really, it doesn't really feel, it doesn't feel off, you know. That's kind of like the big, the big nice thing is it doesn't feel off or awkward you know yeah it transitioning felt pretty good to play that was that was kind of my concern was that having a fixed camera it might have some problems that are generally associated with platforming and fixed cameras in a 3d space um and while you can tilt the camera a little bit like up or down or left and right it's like it's like a subtle movement it's not like you don't rotate the camera like you said 3d world it's like not even like that it's just like yeah. slight tilts um i found myself yeah the same thing i like was not really having any trouble with like kirby sucking up enemies to absorb their powers to 
shoot out things at targets like was really not having a problem with that and i think they actually do some pretty delightful stuff with the camera work at times like how they spin around some things to reveal what's going on yeah like behind a building or like in the mall part where they pan through the mall and rotate the camera it's 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 nice they did they did take that into consideration and it's part of the presentation and it, it works pretty well i feel like i think the biggest change that i can actually honestly think of is the fact that you don't I don't want to say the game's not because we don't we don't want to play the demo. Yeah. But um, it does seem like it's a lot less. There's a lot less verticality. But the biggest yeah. change is that Kirby doesn't go up. You can't like just mash, you know, uh, jump and he'll just fly upwards. He actually he has a, a maximum height from any given platform and he can kind of float indefinitely from whatever the the initial jump point is. So he can't it's not like you're getting quadruple quintuple jumps or whatever. It's just, no, you, you jump from the, whatever you have to get up to the highest platform. Right. And you can hover, you can, you can mash jump to like fly around, but not fly up, just fly level to the, to the height of your jump, which is the biggest change I think overall with it. So, but that does lead to some interesting secrets in a way Yeah, where, where like uh, there was the blue coin thing that someone found um i didn't see that one you, so like yeah like in in the level uh there's a part where you 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 turn to a vending machine you blow open a wall and you, you go up and you can, it's, it's just a very quick little like hey here's a room full of a bunch of coins and you go up you know the the, the ladder in the back of the room and it, it kind of just says it's basically just like a little like alternate route going forward but he jumped off the building and flew backwards for a long way and found this big blue coin on the top of another building oh wow so it wasn't because even one got, of the optional objectives. It was just like a hidden secret. It was totally hidden. It didn't, oh, we wow. Even know what, we don't even know what it's really meant for. Other than it just gives you a whole lot of coins. But the idea is kind of interesting because it's like, yeah. remember, he can fly, just not upwards, but, you know. Yeah. Horizontally, can, he can, like, hover. Imagine going back the way you, you, you don't, you're not really told to go kind of thing. So mm. um, I still think there'll definitely going to be a lot of fun little little secrets like that you know with with the the flying ability even though it's not necessarily vertical this time it's more just okay remember if you get to a certain height point try flying around to a different area you might find something so yeah the secret stuff and encouraging you to kind of like spend extra time just like search around every nook and cranny benefited this because as you saw every level had like extra objectives like getting all the red yeah. tulips like stuff like that I like that I mean, and I like, and, that, and I, and I like it... that because of the game might seem a little linear um mm -hmm. to some people's liking but having those extra objectives makes it feel like you're doing meaningful stuff or at least you have some illusion of i'm searching around and like trying to explore even though it's like a straightforward path and, 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 it, and it, it, it's enough seem, for me and it didn't seem like it didn't seem like forced. It seemed very casual. I mean, it should be. It's a Kirby game. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it, it didn't seem, it wasn't like, you know, the, the sort of dreaded DK64 thing of like, here's 3,000 collectibles, you know, try yeah. to find all the, all the, not overbearing know, whatsoever. Specifically, but, you know, whatever. It's like, okay, like you, you, you run over a tulip and all of a sudden, like a little tiny thing, hey, you know, make five tulips bloom. It's just kind of like, it's just kind of there. And then when you beat the level, it actually shows you all the, because I don't know if it's going to be like this in the final game, because we only have the, all we have to go off is the demo, but like the objectives are not known. Like the bonus objectives 
they're not known until you accidentally stone upon them or you reach the end of the level and then it tells you it's what all the probably like how were. captain toad does it because it has like when you beat the level it gives you like things checklist of things you could have done as yeah. well in captain toad so i imagine it'll probably be when you beat the level if you didn't encounter any of those uh, optional things it'll now tell you you could have gone yeah. and done this so and, it's and, replayability and I wonder, it's replayability i wonder if it's done sort of to not overwhelm the player and i don't even probably. know because I, because I didn't see it but like say you never touched any of the red tulips would would the bonus objective be just a question mark at the end of the level like hey there's bonus things oh. to do you just haven't you just think, don't know what it is yet. I think who it'll, knows? It'll probably yeah. We'll we'll, we'll see. I, I don't think it's be like that, or it just keeps it completely a secret. I think the nature of a Kirby game is we'll let you know and like. Although to, it, it, to, on the to easier be side, fair, it's gonna be on the easier side. Th this does harken back a little bit to the, the the lesser played Kirby's Dream Land Three, which is on the Nintendo Switch Online, um, and that is such a weird game because you you just you're going it level by level. And at the end of every level, there's like always like one NPC character who just stands in front of a door at the very end. And then there's a hidden objective. Like with the, okay. the, the trick to Kirby's Dream Land 3 is like in one of like the first level, it's something to do with the flowers. Again, it's either make them bloom or water or something. I can't remember what it is, but it's like when you get to the end of the first level and you, you always go into this one room with an NPC who's just standing there kind of blankly one of them is samus in one level um <laughs> but uh yeah there's it's like cool. every single level has some alternatives like hidden objective to complete you get a little like you know uh, mark on on the world map on the level when you do it correctly um so it's kind of weird but that game is very bizarre because it doesn't really tell you anything it's all just sort of like very much figure it out on your own um it's also very probably a product of its time too a little bit, yeah. yeah. Although that man, it was a late, it was a late uh, Super NES game. I like ninety eight or something crazy like oh, that. Oh wow, that's that pretty a, late. Yeah, it's very. It was very. It was ninety seven or ninety eight or something. It was. It was after the N sixty four was out. Like it was like the last first party game in North America. Let me ask you real quick. We we're talking about something like the the design and the the mechanics a little bit. Let me ask you about how it how you felt it looked. Because I know that was when it comes to Switch games and presentation and graphics, there's you know mm -hmm. that's always going to come up i played this exclusively in handheld on my switch oled and i was actually kind of surprised by how good it looked in handheld mode um yeah and but i will say this before i let you go here the opening cutscene did make me wish man i wish switch had visuals <laughs> like i wish it just looked like this but yeah. this is nice too <laughs> that was actually going to be kind of my point was that like i think it yeah. looks really good actually it, like Star Allies, it's a little unfortunate that like it doesn't hit sixty frames like Mario Odyssey did. Um, yeah, but it, but it does look it does look very nice. But yeah, it, it sort of undercut the the fact that it does look pretty nice for a Switch game. It undercuts it with an FMV at the very beginning, yeah. which yeah. showing you showing you a CG <laughs> intro, which looks really 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 good, and you're like ah. Although. What did you think about the sound design? Like it was like no sound effects. It was just like music for the for the CG. I saw some people yeah, who I played it complaining if... about that, but I don't know if it's just a demo and it's not the final version or if the final version is actually going to have sound effects in the cinematics. It was... Not that I would care that much, yeah, but like it didn't bother me it, that much. It, it did did have a, a an air of like just here's trailer. Like you kind of see that with like you know trailers on on, on YouTube or directs or whatever. Where it's just kind of like random footage and stuff like that, and 
or, or sometimes it's just dialogue sort of like not in sync but just kind of like overlaid you know as they're playing cutscenes. like like you know yeah. 3 did that with the, the latest trailer like the characters are like the the sound bits are going over parts and other scenes that are not related to what they're saying like it's sort of like mix and match um so yeah it had that sort of like mm, like online trailer vibe to it i guess you could say where i'm just like hey it's 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 this you know footage which will be different <laughs> normally you expect when you're playing like the game itself rather than watching you know nintendo direct it would be different but i barely even noticed that to be honest like um i think i was just so focused not focused but like Kind of just like, oh, okay, you know, because you're talking about like the part where like he gets sucked into the vortex, right? Yeah, the, oh, yeah, and, and, the and, and it's all like that. And I'm just kind of like, all right, here we go. Here's the uh, here's the start of the game, which is actually secretly related to the uh, the E ending route from Dragon Guard One, you know, which caused you know a, a split uh, in the hole. In the, oh. oh, wait, yeah, you, yeah, you there's wish. okay, there's a <laughs> weird okay. I am not the only person who has made this connection, uh -oh. but there's there's going? so many weird. <laughs> funny kind of like because it's like this cutesy kirby version of so many near automata areas <laughs> <laughs> well i mean yeah it's dystopian with, with the overgrown it, yeah the overgrown city the mall the amusement park i mean the, it's, there's it's this japanese there's the desert dystopia, part in the trailer yeah, yeah i'm like what, <laughs> what is going on here <laughs> so um I, th I thought it was kind of funny but like what really started to not weird me out but just kind of like oh, okay some some people and you know who woolly are gonna have a field day with some of the gachapons have like really detailed descriptions uh, yes, yes and i got this gachapon where it's like toys. it's a it's a yeah. capsule toy of a, of a billboard for for the whatever i forget the name of corporation it was like the new neo light corporation and they're like it goes into this detailed history of how this used <laughs> this corporation used to have cover all aspects and then it was like split up and then it you know, went out of business at some point. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> There's this detailed explanation for this more or less Shinra Corporation style thing in the past that that is now gone or something. I'm like, what? What is going on here? Like, okay, I was joking about about that weird sort of like near automata stuff. Like, I didn't think you'd actually start putting in like detailed descriptions of of, of corporate backstory into a Kirby game. It's I'm, I'm all for it. Cause it, it's not like overbearing or anything. It's just kind of like funny that <laughs> one of the, one of the, one of the capsule toys you get, they, they have all these detailed history of, of the new stuff in the new world or, or the forgotten. Or forgotten I was trying to boot up. So if you can like look at them after you've collected them. And I don't think in the demo that allows you to review them after you, you got them. Cause I was going to try and bring it up and read it again too, but oh really? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that, that's one of the things like, beyond like the demo this demo includes like a the trailer i don't know if it's the same as like the features overview trailer also released recently that shows you like more of the stuff you're going to be able to do in the final game one of them they do unlock when you beat the demo after you beat all the the the, the boss the three segments of the demo is you get the uh power-up abilities um and i don't know if you get to try that but one of them like you see so one yes, of the first like... copy things you get to the sword swing the enhanced one you get in the demo when you replay level one, when you suck up that first night enemies, you get the long sword. So the sword just has like longer reach. Yeah, um, but like, like evolving your abilities is going to be another thing in this game. But let me ask you about the demo, like the abilities they showed off. Um, did you like them? What did you think of them? Especially the uh, <laughs> the the crazy stuff that uh, um, 
Kirby second up a car. Kirby second up a, a safety cone. Kirby second up a vending machine. So like machine. the Malfoy mode, yeah. The Malfoy yeah. mode stuff, yeah. <laughs> um, it's 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 just weird because like it, Kirby's such a cartoon character, so they kind of like they kind of it feels like they play around with his abilities like in different ways. Like there was one of the 3DS games he could like, like they would just full on embrace like the whole, like Kirby's a black hole. Right. And, and, (laughs) and like he he could, you know, eat the, eat the universe if he wanted to kind of thing. Um, But yeah. And then it's so strange that this one is like now, you know, if he eats like a car or a vending machine, he just wraps around it because it's, it's like the object's so big or whatever. You can't. Yeah. Um, it's very yeah very very strange to me um i have that i have that thing here anyways if you want i can actually read it i pulled it yeah up. go go uh, go ahead yeah you got it nice so i got a gotcha in the game for the lytron works sign the lytron works company was a massive corporation that invested in research and development within all kinds of fields electro bio astro and more Lytron eventually split up, giving rise to many rival companies and countless heated corporate battles. I'm not kidding you. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. This is this is the yeah, this is what I got in the game, the Lytron works sign. This is, um this is gonna be a good story in this game, I can tell now. <laughs> Way deeper than most I don't know the story of most Kirby games, I'll admit. But this already seems deeper than anything I've been teased. Okay, so the, the most interesting thing is that like it's definitely it was it was it was started in jest and fun, but then it, it as people kind of looked into it, one of like the main you know Kirby lead designer directors or whatever artists he he actually really truly loves eldritch horror and cosmic oh, horror. Oh, here like we go. Actual, on his own, on his own free time, and some of his some of his drawings have made it in to Kirby. He like he he you know curbified and cutified <laughs> some of his cosmic horror you know uh drawings that he has on like his own personal like you know blog or website or whatever um one of them is like marks from from one of the super nice superstar saga i think superstar saga um he was a boss in ultimate um but yeah like he's he's someone's like he's like actually truly into into that weird cosmic horror stuff and he makes cute versions for kirby games um I don't think it. You, you probably shouldn't read any deeper into it than that. I yeah, feel. probably. Uh, yeah. Because again, I, Kirby. Again, Kirby's just a cartoon character. Like, like the whole thing with like the car is just kind of like okay, Kirby's stretched over the top of the car, and you just drive around his car. It's so weird that he doesn't just turn into like a Kirby car, but like it, it, he covers the full giant. So it makes it makes things a little different because, um, it shifts the gameplay a bit because it's not like oh you turn into like a small kirby size version yeah you're now like you're now it's more it's and it's a lot like mario odyssey i have to say where it's kind of like oh you throw the hat on the frog and you turn into the frog you know or whatever and and in some of the bigger objects you turn into those objects it feels very odyssey in that sense with with the with the mouthful mode um the fun the most some of the most fun things i've tried to do is that like sometimes you get unique animations because you know there's a there's a there's a wave and a sit down button when when Kirby's normal, um, and and most of the hats he wears. Oh yeah 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 but yeah. His his wave, his wave and like his wave um, like button up on the D pad it changes yep. if you're the car or the cone. The vending machine did not have a unique animation for, for waving or sitting down, but that might just be a demo thing. Um, 
but I thought that was kind of interesting and funny and cute. Um, Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of one of those things that feels like as adults, we're going to overthink the mouthful mode, but a kid is just going to love it. They're just going to laugh and think it's great and have a good time. And, and, you know, like it's kind of one of those things where I kind of, you know, it reminds me of a quote. I forget which famous comic book author said this, where someone was like the problem with adults in comic book movies is they sit there and like, well, how can, how can Batman, you know, uh, 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 you know, really live life as a, as a, as a billionaire tycoon and also go and find out how, you know, how does, how, what is the science behind Superman flying? Like, how does, you know, <laughs> oh, how does yellow star radiation <laughs> really work? And he's like, and a kid doesn't sit there and think about it. He's just like he's Superman because he's, he flies, whatever. So true. Like, and, and I think that's, that's kind of a little bit here where like, everyone's going to overthink the mouthful mode stuff. And I'm like, and a kid will just be like, it's Kirby. He eats uh, stuff yeah, and he I turns th- into stuff. Like, there's just like, there's, there's, there's no reason to overthink. I you think know, in the wow. moment, most people aren't even going to overthink it, even adults in this. <laughs> but, like, you know, I get it. Like, after the fact, you know, some, you know, veteran fans will be like, so why did it work this way when it worked in that way? And, like, they're definitely – it's funny, Simmons. There are YouTube content creators dedicated to literally what you just described about explaining why something – like, scientifically, why this is bad. The most recent one I watched was uh, – <laughs> oh, I forgot his face. The, 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 what, why you wouldn't want teleportation as a power and did Nightcrawler from X-Men. And how it's like one of the most dangerous powers to you as a person that you're probably <laughs> going to die using it. Unless you go, like, maybe if you teleport within, like, one kilometer or less, you'll be fine. But any longer distance, it's like the planet moves around in space. Like, you, how you get, like, account for it. Plus your velocity. Like, all these crazy science things that are real, it's like it would not work. It would just not work. And, like, you just, but it's like we yeah. like it. We don't care. It's like it looks cool. Like, who cares? Same thing with Kirby. Like, mouthful mode is just, like, a crazy thing that looks insane and it's fun to play, like driving around the car and like just like jumping over ramps and like flooring it and like running through stuff, yeah. or the cone like smashing pipes and like going up water geysers to, to raise up. And then like the soda can, they're just like, let me just shoot out soda cans or you yeah. know at, at people's enemies. And like the the overview trailer gives you hints at a few other ones. And yeah, it's just, just more of that creativity. It's like as you said, it's lighthearted and it's definitely meant to be you know, not taking at face value. Yeah. Just, just kind of like enjoy it. Yeah. It's definitely not one of those things where it's like, well, if you, you know, if the DeLorean time travels back in time, it has to go to a specific time that matches it because the earth will be on a different part of its solar rotation. So if you went back at a different time of year, your car would end up in space, just floating. It's like, eh, or, or it's a movie. Actually one of my favorite, I mean, apologies, <laughs> apologies to, to, uh, your other your other co-workers here but um as much as i didn't like the game for shenmue 3 i did love an interview uh yu suzuki gave about shenmue 3 right before the game came out where you know someone was like how does ryo suzuki how's he gonna know how to speak you know rural countryside dialect you know in mainland china if he's just a you know a teenage japanese high school student he's like because it's a video game <laughs> there you go and that was the answer that was like the greatest answer i'm like oh you know <laughs> it's just yeah because it's a video game and i'm not going to sit here and worry about does did rio spend enough time studying not only like mandarin and cantonese but like rural country dialects that would really trip you know someone up who wasn't really devoted to studying like the intricacies no it's a video game like 
It's like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I, I mean, I get there's, like, an appeal and, like, fine, like, some people are drawn to the type of stuff. But there's also, like, a point where I think they can go overboard and, like, you just take it too far. And, like, how can you enjoy anything if that's just, like, the way you think about everything? It must be, like, a curse. You know what? It's like, it's, like, the curse with knowledge. Thanos' line to, like, Tony, you're not the only one cursed with knowledge. It's, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. sucks. Like, some people just, they can't undo it. It's, the, it's how they are. So they go into a movie. Like, imagine every time we see, like, a, a sci-fi film about, like, space and actual, like... You know, someone from NASA goes to watch it. Like, oh my, like, like, how can they sit through bullshit? They're like, this is my career, my job, and you're like, it might be a good story, but like, when it comes to the science part, they're like, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah exactly. they just like, they can't, like, it's not. It's like, so it's not fair to like criticize everyone who does it, but like at the same time, like when you're just like a Kirby game, there's like no real, like I get it, like there might be Kirby lore and like this is contradicting it, but like in terms of like, it's, it's okay, you can let it go. It's like an intent, it's a video yeah. game, and it's like this isn't. It's it's a fantasy thing. You you can you can let your yeah. mind suspend disbelief. Yeah, the only game. thing I think people be like, well, how come like they're gonna try to like compare it to other Kirby games? Like, mm. oh, Kirby, Kirby acted different, or Kirby could like, you know, he, he could inhale like because like I mean I've seen it from one of the games where like there's this literally massive massive building size eel that he like sucks up and eats the whole thing, and it just disappears you know in his mouth because it's Kirby, and it's like well this is just how they designed that game. Um, but I think it's actually kind of fun in a way because it, it, it's it's a lot like Odyssey in the sense of like okay, what else can my hat attach to? You know what? And, and with Kirby, the demo is very guided, so it kind of tells you right away what you can and can't. Like eat this vending machine, eat this cone, eat this mm -hmm. this. I don't know what it is. It's like a big round plate on the top of a building to just to open it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But like the, the game like straight up just tells you eat this you can eat this and i'm wondering you know i'm kind of hoping even in the final game like it's maybe not as as straightforward where it tells you you can turn into eat this this is one thing you can turn into i actually hope it's a little bit closer to like i wonder if i can or can you try and you can't maybe sometimes you do it where it's like like a surprise um like surprise yeah mechanic. I'm sure they'll have some of that because you said like the, the, the even that blue coin thing, which is for more for exploration. They probably will have maybe an uh, like an unprompted ability that triggers something to access a part of an area that was a hidden area for for mm -hmm. that. I, I can imagine they could possibly do that. Um, I'm definitely curious what you think about the um, kind of like Kirby games are generally like easy. And this game doesn't yeah. even have game overs. You, uh, I had to read what the penalty was for actually dying. If you die, you lose a hundred of your uh, star coins. So mm -hmm. you you just get you just respawn right there and lose a hundred coins. Um, so it's going for that, and it also has a co-op mode, which is nice because like that's the spirit of Kirby games. Kirby games, a lot of Kirby games in recent years have had that kind of co-op angle. Yeah. So it's nice that they're allowing you play as a uh, bandana waddle dee. Uh, looking that yeah. up right now, yeah, that's who it is. Um, but yeah, like even because they offer two difficulty settings, they have like the 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 like the spring breeze and the wild, uh, yeah. no, yeah, the, the wild mode. And even on wild mode, it was just like, oh, this is not really that hard. But I, but it didn't bother me. Like I know basically the thing I'm trying to ask you, Simon, is like there are people who get upset when a game is too easy. Um, but like I think Kirby, this game might. That's not the point of this game. Is a challenge. I feel like. Yeah, Kirby needs a diehard difficulty mode as much as Elden Ring needs an easy mode. <laughs> because I can throw that argument 
the developer's vision argument right back in everyone's face on this. I'm like, this is the, this is, and has always been the developer's vision at how with Kirby, he's not meant, it's not meant to be a super hard game. Um, and you know, you would be quote unquote miss messing with the vision if you wanted to have some, I mean, they have difficulty modes, but though, like you said, like, wild mode is like pretty easy still um yeah i will say this i remember years ago um gosh it's 12 years now um e3 2010 (laughs) where they had kirby's epic yarn um and there was like there's no lives there's no death yes yeah i remember this and i remember you know you know some people were like what you know what is the point now you're going too easy now like what's the point of even playing but like the whole thing is in 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 epic yarn all the little gems and jewels and studs you collect they fly out of you like sonic when you get hit and you get sort of like a sort of grading at the end of the level over how many you know little gems you've collected because every hit you know you're gonna lose some uh and it, it weirdly became like it became more it was weird that it was like it was more dire it was more for me it was like i was more interested in not getting hit because this, this it created this weird like fomo or or just sort of like i don't know like this weird like pack rat mentality where it's like no i can't lose any of all the gems i've collected so in the same way it could be the same way with this with with the coins in this where it's like no i want the coins for for waddle d town so like you're gonna get like it becomes even more you become more obsessed with not getting hit than if you if you had a life bar and lives because it's like no i must i must end the level with like you know this this scrooge mcduck money hoard (laughs) of money so in a weird sort of way, it's like, okay, well, you know, you're not dying, you're not losing lives, you're not getting game overs or whatever, and you're not returning to, you know, your your lost side of Kirby Grace or whatever, but but all of a sudden, just having this sort of like in-game economy that like you know you don't want to lose that stuff, like that can create almost a greater sense of of wanting to never get hit than than if it did have just normal life bars and health bars and whatever. So yeah, I remember people saying that's how they like. <laughs> created the difficulty for those games was they didn't you know they wanted to keep all what they'd collected um but it's funny that you point out like that, that when i came out because i'm trying to remember what was like one of the earlier nintendo games was was the original new super mario brothers was it Wii? the one the first one i introduced like the easy mode like oh golden mushroom type thing if you died too many times yeah it was the ds I, Wii era when it happened was the first one i'm trying to remember where it was the first game that did it i don't but, like, know which that was, was like a hot topic around that ge- that generation and that's when kirby epic yarn came out was in the wii like nintendo was getting accused of like like you're making why are you doing all this easy stuff like make people play your games and like the whole topic of you know the diff like should there be more options should you you know that they came up in this in this period i so. remember that and, and a lot of games did like epic yarn i'm like, pretty sure god of war no, freaking no, no, asked no. you if you died enough do you want to go to very easy i mean it was making fun of you but like even like uh, that was like do you just want to like get past this part it's like yeah it's a good question i don't remember which i, I want to say new super mario brothers Wii might have been the first one to go full-on if you die too much, we'll give you the, the, yeah. the gold, the golden leaf, or the golden mushroom. Or the the game also did just a super guide, which allows a player to watch a computer-controlled com- character complete a level. So that was New I Super remember, Mario's Wii. Yeah, yeah, and I remember Donkey Kong Country Returns, same yep. year's Epic Yarn had that as well, where you yep. get like this, 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 uh, spe- like you know, like I think it was like a white Diddy and Donkey Kong, like they're all like white and yellow, 
um, they'll play the level for you if if they won't they won't collect anything. They'll just beat the level for you. Um, and some people were really upset about that. And it, and it was gone by Tropical Freeze. Um, although that's just one of those weird things still with, with those games because like people have said that the returns in Tropical Freeze are hard, and I'm like what how <laughs> for some i mean that's the thing some and then people for some people it's just find that it really hard, is and then some people find like souls games is actually not hard but then they'll find like a platformer hard because it's just like that's, it's a different you know skill what? Set. that's that's actually the interesting thing is because like it's it's almost like it's not about skill it's about like what do you what do you attune to like in a way now kirby doesn't really have this problem i think i think like even if you're bad at platformers i think you'll do fine at kirby yeah it's um, very light on that in it general. is interesting to see like someone who's an absolute you know pro he's like someone who can slay another genre and then they come to like donkey kong and they're just like i can't do it i don't know how to do it. i'm like whoa it's like it's kind of one of those weird things where we're like what might come naturally to some people you know, it will be completely foreign to others. Yeah. Like, I'm a pro at this genre, but when you put me in here, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, it's, it's, it's really funny, but Kirby, I feel is a great bridge game because Kirby is like, it, it is that easy. Usually like the, it's a very, it's, it's meant to be, it's meant to be a super laid back game. Um, and then with, with the gems and Epic Yarn, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the star coins in this one, I didn't die. So I don't even know. Star um, coins. So you told me. Yeah. I didn't know you lose coins or whatever. Yeah. I mean, okay, okay, cool. I get it. I feel like that's going to be the same deal where it's like, I don't want to lose those. Man, I really don't want to lose those coins. Yeah, because so you to buy the capsules. Yeah, so I'm yeah. going to do everything in my power not to lose any any coins. I'm going to try to collect as much as I can every level. So I, I actually can see where that, that'll become like almost a better, it's a better solution than having pointless lives. Uh, because in a day and age when you have save files, What's the point of lives? <laughs> Unless you want to have that that sort of classic, you know, old school or arcade video game mode where it's like, we're going to give you five lives or whatever, three lives, plus whatever one-ups you find. And But if you run out of all your lives, game over, kind of deletes your save. You go back to the start. Like, you know, you have to do a one-run mode or something. Yeah. Something like that, maybe. Um, <laughs> Man, that like maybe. a no, a no save, you know, hardcore mode. That's the only way you could even do. It. Like lives have no purpose. Lives exist. Lives are basically microtransactions at the end of the day. You know, yeah. like games were made to be hard, not because yeah, the developers a, wanted you from, to be. Yeah. Like the developers of the old school days, like they, they didn't want to mold you into some great gamer. They didn't care about it. They wanted you to suck at these it, games. It was like, an evolution you, of you, arcades. Because you games being good, arcades. yeah, yeah, you being good at video games in the late eighties is not what any of the companies wanted. They wanted no. you to be bad, so you and they wanted you to quarters. keep putting quarters. Like being good at a video game was a detriment to these video game companies. Go watch Wayne's so. World, everyone. Go watch Wayne's World and watch the beginning about the the bit about Noah's arcade. Where he talks about the game, he goes, "But that's the kicker, the second level. They can't beat the guy, so the kids keep pumping in all the quarters, and they love it. It's like that was it. And like that, when they started to make home console games, they just did what they knew, and it took time for them to evolve. So like, lives yeah. are a dated concept. And then rentals actually freaked them out. Nintendo tried to 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 bring this up in court. I mean, this, this, this is not going to sound good for a lot of like uh, you know, if you're a Nintendo fan. But yes, Nintendo tried to make it illegal to rent video games in the United States and lost. Um, how they lost is, is actually really funny, but yeah, like in, in a re and because they lost going into the super NES and Genesis era, 
remember how games were really unnaturally hard <laughs> like say the lion king or dynamite heady or stuff like that and they've actually come out and admitted Super like star wars we flat out did that because of rentals like one of the guys who was a programmer online game was like, yeah, I had to make level two or three, like super confusing and hard on purpose so that people wouldn't rent the game and beat it in a weekend and never purchase it. Like it became this whole plot. Like games continued to be hard during the 16 bit era because they didn't want anyone to be able to beat it too easily. Kind of thing. But Kirby was never like that. Kirby yeah. was, was Kirby was, I never was actually never really heard anything about Kirby game being ever really that difficult. Honestly, one of my the fondest, older ones a little, honestly, like, but one of my fondest memories is, is, is my, my mom came home one day and she showed up with Kirby's adventure for the NES. Oh, nice. She had gone out of her way to rent. She saw it and she rented it herself. And I couldn't believe it. But the thing is, it was like right in, in the middle of like uh, our family moving, you know, from house to house. So, you know, my life was kind of like upended you know know, as a kid so my i think my mom kind of felt bad a little bit that like oh you're Uh going through all this like upheaval and moving and we're gonna have to go to like a different school and all this other stuff so she's like i know like i know he's played kirby's and this is the second kirby game like she knew i had played on someone some friend at school's game boy game kirby's dreamland so she saw oh right as it came out a kirby's adventure for sale at the warehouse, if anyone even gives me really old, know what warehouse. that is. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! So many people are like, "What the hell? What warehouse? Which one?" Most people don't <laughs> even don't, know what that it. is. They don't know they what don't it even is. Even know what that is? It was an electronics, <laughs> electronics, and and movie rental store from. <laughs> I think I forgot about that till you said three thousand like, years oh ago. Oh my gosh! Holy so, shit! She ran a Kirby's Adventure, and I was like super pumped because I didn't know the game existed. It was brand new, and you know, and if you didn't if you didn't go and read your game pro or egm you know in the in the magazine aisle while mom did the rest of the shopping in the marketplace you didn't know a game existed back then because there was no internet i don't and i don't just mean like oh well you didn't you were too poor to have a computer. like no no one had a nobody had internet <laughs> back then it didn't exist <laughs> so um yeah like I, I was like what a brand new kirby game and it was it was for an and it was really 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 good um and and i don't even know if i beat it or not on that rental but like i remember playing the crap out of it um and just really loving it and that was a really late nes because like I, I we were too poor to have a super nes until much later so um so yeah i had this i was i was floating around on nes until darn near the super nes itself was dead mm. but you know kirby's adventure came out and it was just fantastic it all it really all it really did because like the original dreamland was four levels and done like you could you, you know as a kid you could beat it in a half hour but um kirby's adventure had like a bunch of levels like i don't even remember how many but a lot huge it was a huge expansion and you know it kind of sort of became like this thing where like you would always get a kirby game at the end of a system's life you know you had you kirby's adventure at the end of the nes and then you had kirby's dreamland 3 at the end of the super nes and then you had kirby 64 pretty in pretty close to the end of the n64 for kirby 64 and and um they were trying to make Kirby's Return to Dreamland for GameCube, yeah. and it didn't show up until the very end of the Wii's life <laughs> because it came out after Epic Yarn, which was another game entirely before it got changed to a Kirby game. So yeah, Return to Dream, the four-player one, which was really good on the Wii, and then it was really the 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 Switch that kind of bucked that trend and was like, hey, our our big platformer Kirby game is coming out within like a year or two after the system came out for Star Allies, so that was like. You know the big change because uh, like Planet Robobot, or like two 3DS Kirby games I think, but yeah, also on 3DS. 
pretty pretty late into the 3ds life um so yeah like here we are now we have kirby in the forgotten land it's going 3d first time and according to nintendo we're in the middle of the switch's life <laughs> yeah <laughs> not the end so we're dead set in the middle and we've now that we're getting our second platformer kirby game um on the system so very interesting in in that sense we're like it used to feel like Kirby was just sort of like trotted out at the end. It was almost like signaling the end of a system's life with, with a nice fun little Kirby romp to say goodnight, you know, on this system with, but not so this time. And you know what? I'm, I'm kind of glad um, because I like Kirby games. Yeah. They've definitely <laughs> been picking them up. As you said, like triple deluxe and planet Robobot on 3ds getting like two pretty, like especially Robobot. People love that one. I still need to play that. I have yeah. it. It's still not, unra- it's still in the shrink wrap. It's, it's very highly star allies and now that. forgotten land. And uh, that's what I want to like, the kind of like wind down the, the Kirby talk here. I want to ask you your, like kind of your final thoughts on the demo. Um, are you going to like get the full game? Are you going to play through the full game? And did, I mean, was I, the demo, did the demo change your thought on that at all? Did it move the needle one way or the other? Um, actually, yes. I would say uh, I was kind of looking forward to it anyways. I was like, I like a good Kirby game. I'd actually never end up buying Star Allies for whatever yeah. reason. I think, I think because there was so much reliance on having allies. Like you couldn't just... Yeah solo kirby it's like okay well if you're playing it single player you still have to have a gaggle of you know kirby enemies always behind you at all times and just for whatever reason that's just sort of like eh, i just kind of like shrugged it off but this demo i was like already i was looking forward to it already but this demo to me was like absolutely like absolutely gonna buy this day one um because it just it just gosh darn it's so darn cute um on one hand but like i I've been playing a lot of, obviously, like everyone else on on planet Earth, I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring, and I am starting to miss color in my <laughs> video games. Nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, you just haven't been to the right areas yet, Simmons. No, right. So, so I, well, I mean, it's like, it, as beautiful as that game is, it's like each area is its own color. I'm like, here's here's like the dark, you know, gray, green and gray area at the beginning. And then like, it goes, here's the yellow area yeah, where everything's the yellow. yellow <laughs> here's the area where everything's red. You know, here's everything where everything's white and gray. Um, and I get it. It's fine, whatever. But like, I, I, I do miss color uh, in my video game. So this is turning into a very nice palette cleanser. And, and, it, and it looks clean and crisp. It doesn't look all smeared and smudged like in a sort of other unfortunate Platinum Games game. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this seems to be a trend i know this is very very recency <laughs> bias but like we just got past that state of play and i'm like man there are some other games that are coming out that have a very not great smudged like art look to them and i'm like what is going on i feel like it's uh, yeah i think it's like the the budget development like these companies want to keep making more games to turn like because development costs for their bigger titles it takes so long this is the compromise you cannot make a game that looks anywhere near like triple a good in a short amount mm-hmm. of time anymore so you got to make these kind of lower fidelity games unfortunately and you try and pick like uh what is it valkyrie valkyrie elysium was one of the new ones just announced and it's got like that weird like outlining on every the, every one of the characters yeah. and it's like oh is this because the game's not very high fidelity or what are they doing here like but i mean it's coming out multi like it, it hits the ps4 ps5 at least and it's like oh well i mean yeah there's there's part of me that's kind of like you know even if it's not hyper 
detailed, like just being very crisp, even if it's not hyper detailed, I think kind of to me can go a long way. And I think Kirby's doing that well, where it's like, look, yeah. it's a Kirby game. Um, and they've tried a lot of different looks for, like, you know, there was the, there was the rainbow curse where he's made of clay. Mm-hmm. Right. And and then there's, there's been other stuff like that. Um, and then Epic yarn, of course he's made of yarn and stuff. Um, but I, I think there's something to be said for just an honest, you know, honest to God, crisp, clean, clear, colorful look that you get with like return to dreamland and, and kind of with star allies and with this, where it's like it's kind of nice to just have a game that's like the the art direction is just just make it colorful and clear and concise um and it works um i, I i've never really anytime any developer you know of, of any caliber has ever tried to do a sort of impressionistic 3d not 2d but in 3d maybe okami but like other than okami like Man, trying to make anything work with like an impressionistic painterly style just never comes like out Val- right for like whatever. Like Valkyria Chronicles, but that was like the canvas engine. That was like the. And that, that was good that was, too. Yeah, but it, but it wasn't even like the full game. Like in game, it wasn't always doing that either. Like yeah, it, this did like the edges sometimes. But I, I, to yeah, me, no, that just to me that just feels more like they tried to put like pencil strokes. Yeah, in there, like when what was I'm, I'm kind of. There was a Square Enix or something game that, like years ago, or maybe it was an indie game that tried to do exactly what you're doing. We were talking about, and I don't, I forgot it now. Um, there was the the the. Uh, it had like a character that looked like a the He-Man mage character or whatever. Well, there or, was El Shaddai essentially. Uh, no, I I know El Shaddai. I actually reviewed it back at Game Trails, <laughs> and I got the remaster re-release. That that is a unique one. This was something different. This was something else. I can't believe I forgot it. But anyway, I think Brad actually reviewed this game. I've had a French title. Um, starts with a D. But anyway, I, I can look it up on the side. But anyway, you continue with your point. Sorry. Well, yeah, it just it seems to me like a lot of times when like someone tries to like do something that's impressionistic style, it almost always kind of like comes out looking weird in 3D just the way the nature of camera and polygons and rendering techniques that, you know, just, it just comes out always looking weird and kind of like gives it like a sort of smudged over look. So I'm, I'm kind of happy to see that, like, you know, Nintendo is always artistic, you know, they always have good art direction on their games most of the time. Yeah. And I'm happy to see like, they're not really falling into this weird trap of like, we need to make it look weird for the sake of looking weird kind of thing where, where it's not really like serving you know any i mean they may you could argue they've kind of done that in, in the past but like like with kirby here I, I like how clean and, and concise it looks and and you know even even like splatoon be a good example of like they could have easily tried to do a sort of like brush stroke splattered ink look to everything but they didn't and then i think that that's that's to the benefit of just knowing when and where not to do something for for an art style for a game. So Kirby is doing basically what it needs to do, which is like the switch is old. It's five years old. Now it ain't getting any younger games. Ain't going to really ain't going to be looking any better on it. Uh, you know, but it's using, it's using art, you know, the art direction and the colors to its fullest advantage, even though again, it's not 60. That's kind of a bummer, but it's, it's, it doesn't hurt as bad in Kirby because of how the pacing of a Kirby game is. Um, Kirby is not and has never been a precision platformer. It's a platformer, but it doesn't. It is not precision platformer. Not really. Not usually. Um, and this is no different. So it being 30 hurts less 
for forgotten land because i'm like it's not it's not trying to be some momentum based thing like tropical freeze is a game where it's like that game needs to be 60 oh, i mean I, yeah. I know like i know returns was was 30 on 3ds but like i wouldn't even entertain the thought <laughs> <laughs> myself yeah. personally uh, uh i'm very much kind of like oh no 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 that's a that's a precision platformer with very tight momentum based gameplay like it, it it absolutely needs all it needs needs all those frames needs those, those 60 delicious frames where kirby is like he's not you know you're you're not navigating you know through through a wall of like rapid fire shots you're not playing returnal here you're, you're just <laughs> you're playing kirby you know you're you're kind of enjoying you're enjoying your your time in this world and in and, and doing the things he's doing and not at any sort of like rapid pace the car i guess but even then the car feels it's not f-zero you know no, when you're driving around it, as the it, car. it's fine it, yeah it not being 60 didn't re- wasn't really bothering me when i was playing it i think that's what matters the most is when i'm playing it if it's not f- impacting anything noticeably to me it's yeah. fine and did you, you said, did i was gonna say did you notice though it does a technique a lot of games are using where like if an enemy's far enough in the distance, yes. They, they... Okay, I was gonna bring that up. It does do the like, yeah. It does do the like the lower animate, like yeah, lower polygon count, like it's like lower animation. So it's like, hey, uh, yeah. Every the... everything in the foreground is like season finale episode of a Studio Trigger anime, and everything in the background is like episode two the of Studio. Worst Trigger. Worst example of this. <laughs> I know this happens in games all the time. I know it's a very this is this is a common thing. Um, the most amazing one ever to me was in Resident Evil Mercenaries for 3DS. Um, oh yeah! If you if you have a chance to ever play Mercenaries on 3DS chat, just use the sniper rifle and zoom in on anything more than like five feet away from you. Enjoy. <laughs> you can thank me later. <laughs> it was like, oh my, like that that that's where it's a problem. This it's like there's as you said, this game is colorful. Everything's kind of in your face, so like. So far through the demo, it wasn't really that big of an issue to me um, because there wasn't a lot that far in the distance at times. Um, because even like the buildings, they kind of do like the they do the um, like the focus thing where they're out of focus yeah. in the distance so that you can uh, you can just be focused on what is in the foreground right in front of your face. So as long as they keep that up and it looks like from all like the trailer footage I've seen that that it pretty much shows some of the later environments and levels, it looks like because they're doing that kind of forced camera angle as well, they they know what to show for the most part. And I don't think it's really yeah. going to be that big of an issue. But you're right. Fair fair to call it out that it is something that is going on in the game on a technical level. The, the weirdest thing to me is on the car, when you go across the bridge to go to like the, like the loading part, yeah. you, you run through some boulders and you knock them over. What's interesting is that the boulders actually load higher quality assets like right before the car hits them. And, you know, because it's going at a certain speed. And I'm like, it, the the strangest part about it is that like it doesn't look low res, and then it just gets higher. It just gets like a slightly better version. Oh, yeah. So like the distance, like the distance, uh, like a, the texture quality, like the, the LOD or whatever. It's like it looks fine, and then all of a sudden, like no, wait, 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 let me make it look a tiny bit better, and you crash through it. <laughs> it's, it's like I'm kind of like you didn't even really need to actually have a higher quality asset there because like. The, the 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 quote unquote lower quality one actually looked fine because it's a rock it's not moving um but i just thought that was really funny i noticed that a couple times in the demo where like you when you're driving across yeah the <laughs> thing, 
like it loads a higher slightly higher quality version of every every boulder before he runs through it and i'm like well, what's the point like it, the, the original looked fine it's it looked better than final fantasy 7 remakes door oh. <laughs> you know, I'll give you, you know, I'll give yeah you i mean it's it, it, i think yeah it, it's it's fine and who knows like how freaking will it be but I mean, I think they, some of that's just like necessary because like the the, the power ups. We only got like a small taste of the power ups in this demo, even with mouthful mode, because the the overview yeah. trailer as well as the in game demo trailer. Man, there's some like really insane power ups you see later. Like like there's one you turn like a tornado into like it's like almost like Katamari where you like actually there is an ability that looks like the Katamari where you like roll yeah, and like pick up stuff. One. Yeah, and then there's like they literally just taking Breath of the Wild's ability before Breath of the Wild is out the the time stop. <laughs> it's you know, it's like it does like the same color like chromatic effect and then like well, I, yeah. I wonder if it's maybe that's gonna that's the reason it's thirty. Like the demo doesn't really show off a good reason why it needed to be thirty, but maybe we're not taking into a, account stuff like the the upgraded needler abilities or like you start katamari damasi across the hole and you're picking up all this stuff so you have a giant blob of of stuff rolling constantly like maybe there maybe there are effects and stuff for like the upgrades that yeah this would probably chunk up the you know this would choke the switch hardware pretty good you know um like if you remember i don't even know what the default frame rate but there's ultimate alliance 3 i don't know if you ever played oh, that on the yes, switch yes and it's kind of funny when you do like the the you know your strongest attacks or you do team up attacks mm -hmm. and the whole system just basically dies mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. and and it's kind of funny to see because it, it feels like yeah I'm, I'm choking the system like myself i'm gonna i'm gonna overload it you know and it's almost got like a Maybe Nintendo kind of wants to avoid that, where they're like, "We're not going to do that. We're not going to let you like drop the system down to five frames, but um, like on purpose." So maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe there's maybe there's more to it, you know, with with some of the other later, yeah, um, maybe up, upgraded abilities that that yeah, it kind of needed to be thirty because we're we're, we're going to do some effects here that are they're going to otherwise choke the life out of this system. So um, yeah. Maybe we'll get a behind the scenes sometime. They can explain like all the like crazy stuff that like they might not have noticed. But there's Maybe. got like Hal's always like so quiet when you really think about that's it. That's true. Can they you ever can you ever remember a time where Hal did a developer diary? <laughs> no. Like yeah, the most yeah. forthcoming person is Sakurai, and he was talkative after he left. Yeah, that was yeah, that's very true. But I mean, yeah, like I, I get it, like. Nintendo will always favor stability. They they want their games to be quality. So if you're playing it, there's not going to be any issues. But at the same time, people are going to look at this and be like, how is this game not 60 frames? I, I get it. I, I get what people are coming from. It's just sometimes there's like more to it. Like maybe like Digital Foundries can break it down when they get their hands on the full version. They're like, this is really why it needs to be at this. Or maybe there really is this like they could have pushed 60, but maybe there are a few areas that they didn't want to compromise and not have it I, be like lock 60. I will say a stable frame rate is better than an uncapped frame rate. Oh, absolutely. I agree. You know, e even if it's like 60, some of the time or most of the time, but then sometimes it's not, or like a significant chunk of time, it's going to be around 40 An unstable 40, 45. It's like, I'd rather have stable 30 than, than uncapped unstable mm -hmm. 60. So there is that. Yeah. I'm definitely, I'm also definitely looking forward. Was definitely looking forward to this game before the demo. The demo uh, uh, alleviated any of the concerns I had about um, the game 
it, it definitely impressed me in the right ways. And then actually watching the the last trailer they put out along with the demo, showing how much more stuff there is to do. It's not just like, oh, go to level, go to level, fight a boss. Like there's like a waddle town with mini games yeah. and all this extra stuff. There's, it looks like there's a decent amount of extra stuff to do, and it's a little bit more fleshed out. So um, I'm very sold on it, and you know, hopefully this is the the Kirby game that fully wins me over and makes me. A believer out of Kirby since I've just been so bad at not like buying into the Kirby train for so long. It's not that I don't think, it's not that I think the games are bad or anything. Just they've never really spoken or interested me, unfortunately. It's hard to, yeah, I, but I think it's right there. Like, it's hard to hate Kirby. Yeah, I don't hate but Kirby. <laughs> not everyone's, not everyone. It's, it's not gonna be for everyone. And not everyone's gonna be into it. But I feel like you know, it's hard to dislike it generally. I just, oh yeah, uh, it's just kind of one of those things. Where, like I like Kirby games a lot. Um, but you know, the, at the end of the day, again, it's like, with, like when Nintendo's announcing a new system, I'm, I'm not sitting there like, "Come on, show me, show me the new Kirby game." What does Kirby look like on this thing? What does Kirby look like <laughs> on, the, on the new hardware? What is the new one? It's like, uh, no, it's just kind of like every time, every time you know Nintendo introduces a new Kirby, I was like, oh, what, a, what a nice surprise. You know, it's like, oh, that's that's great. Yeah, that's good. A new Kirby game. Like, it's always just sort of like a nice, cozy little um treat extra treat to me is 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 when they announce a new kirby game it's not like it's not like oh god what i can you know, i'm not waiting on bated breath to see what you know new system like what does what does zelda look like what does metroid look like what do we you know what are we getting like you know where's the next big you know it thing that's gonna like really demonstrate and whatever no kirby is just kind of like man it don't matter what don't matter what the hardware is it's just kind of like kirby's gonna be there it's gonna be colorful it's probably gonna be a, like a good time fun to play you know so um but i i do like like what you said though i do like how there does seem to be a lot of meat to the bone on this kirby mm-hmm. game where it's like with the wildy town and the mini games and and the little little collectibles and whatever and stuff so it, it does definitely doesn't just seem like a sort of like you romp through the levels and then you return it to the red box um i do like how it does seem to be uh yeah this just definitely looks like a game you you would enjoy having on your system and maybe like you know mindlessly goofing off and go fishing you know it's, with kirby and wildies or whatever so for me it's the the perfect game to come off of elden ring too <laughs> after yeah, playing the, so much the, elden the, ring the palette, the, the, palette yeah the palette cleanser. cleanser here so yeah definitely sold uh coming if you, if you didn't know it's coming march 25th 2022 um kirby in the forgotten land thank you simmons for Joining me to talk some about the Kirby impressions and uh, what we're looking forward to, and uh, yeah, we're uh, I'm on the docket actually for for our listeners. I'm on the docket to review this, but Nintendo doesn't send us games early anymore, so uh, <laughs> we'll I'm get shot. around to it. It's also coming out in the middle of Easy X, our week long event uh, that's starting on March 21st. I, let me make sure that's correct. Monday, March 21st is the first day of that. Yes, that is correct. Uh, so Kirby comes out the Friday, our last big day of that event. So uh, I'm probably going to be pretty tired and we'll find some time to jump into it. So. Fortunately, that review will be uh, a little bit late after its release. Um, I want to give some uh, shout-outs to um, some of our highest-tier patrons for the month of March 2022. Um, so shout-outs to Elthanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, Nick Raymond Wheeler III, and Zadvondud. Thank you so much. Shout-out. And uh, yes, yeah, Simmons, as usual, uh, 
for our listeners and viewers, where can they uh, check out your? Sorry, they want to follow you to check out more of your content uh, that you got coming up. Uh, well, you know, I run sort of the sort of like uh, archival and whatever. Whenever I get around to doing opinion videos on YouTube.com/slash Yo Video Games, um, and if you want to see me streaming, um, try I'm more of a variety streamer. I stream on Twitch.tv/slash Assist Me Doom. Uh, every Monday, I do a Monolith Soft game, and you know the big thing this year is I am playing through every single Xeno game from Gears to Blade uh, on on Mondays, uh, leading up to the release of three. So every Monday, you can check that out at Twitch.tv/assistmedoom. Nice. Just reminded me I need to probably get my butt into gear and start replaying those as well <laughs> in preparation for, uh, for, for just play well, two. I meant like one, yeah, one, two, and Torna, <laughs> definitely, and, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely Torna <laughs> since I've not actually played through Torna yet. So there, 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 there's a lot. Of, I'm playing. I'm, I'm going hardcore into like every RPG. Like, oh my god. <laughs> right. so It'll i'm not recommending it. that for most people because i'm like that's a lot of game you know a lot of content so but yeah september sustainability chronicles 3 been looking for it but uh yeah thank you again simmons for joining me and until next time everybody may the way of the hero lead to the triforce mm -hmm.